Blog Talk Radio. We do this. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end a one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premise to talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the bad five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. That boy Dirty Dame in the house. What up, Dame? Y'all know what it is, man. What's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the boy Dev Mac, but you knew that already. I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. We got B. Austin in the building, Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. Um, hey, this, hey, this episode... This is different. I mean, we do this every once in a while. If you've been with us throughout the last 12 years, you know what I'm saying? Every once in a while, we freestyle a show. We pretty much do a show about nothing. Um, You know, because if you do know us and you have followed what we've done throughout the years, we're always prepared. We, We prepare for each and every show with an extensive outline, and we got our topics ready. And then we just jump on and do what we do. But today, we're just going to jump on and do what we do. Whatever topic comes up, that's the topic we're going to talk about. Most likely, we won't be here um, as long as you used to. We're going to get in. We're going to get out. That's what she said. So uh, what up, B? What's what's the deal, man? How are you this week? And I'm way down here in the middle of Florida, thunderstorms, hurricanes, Chemicanes, lidocaine, novocaine, uh, all types of all types of cane. No, no, not no cocaine. But uh, any coke? Oh, I said <laughs> cowboy. Um, yeah, man. But it's, it's amazing. Storms how been hitting Florida. It could be sunny one moment, and literally, it looks like the end of the world. Five minutes later, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's that Florida stuff. The thing is, though, it it'll look like the end of the world, and then you know, a half an hour from that, it didn't stop. It didn't dried up. And we you don't even know that it happened. It's crazy because I, I, what, what part you in? Because I'd be down there. Um, shoot, on Saturday, Saturday evening, I'd be down and. The Orlando, Kissimmee, Florida area. We in or in Orlando at the United Futsal World Championships. How long y'all about to go home though? Nah, we go home on Monday, Monday a.m. Nothing big on We get up. We we holler at you. We we, we holler. Hey, but yo, storm's been crazy though. Um. We were here for like 27 hours with no power um, the other day. I guess Tuesday, right, Tuesday night, Tuesday at about 6 p.m., 6.15, power went off. Didn't come back on until uh, Wednesday at about 9.15 p.m. So we was 
living living oh, no. primitive, living dirty. Yeah, kids, you know, no no screens. Um, <laughs> it was crazy. It was restless and kids. The kids. No, I'd be like, I'd be like, yo, let me go sit in the whip and charge the uh, the iPad. Let me sit in the whip or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it got crazy. I mean, but the thing was, they didn't have. You know, because they, they probably had a little juice in their laptops and their cell phones and all that kind of stuff. They had no Wi-Fi. And the crazy thing is, you know, Ooh. they knew that. Like, wow, we didn't have... As a matter of fact, they called it... They didn't call it a power outage. They didn't say we didn't have electricity. That's what they walked around saying all day. Like, we don't have Wi-Fi. I'm like, man, this is different. <laughs> yo, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like yo, microwave don't work. The food in the refrigerator is spoiling. The lights aren't on. It's hot as a bitch in here. And y'all talking about we ain't got no Wi-Fi. Come on, man. <laughs> yo, that's wow. torture, yo. Yeah, it, it was it was crazy. It was it was definitely crazy. And I mean, and you know, we're still kind of living in a time where everything's going on at home, working from home, and all of that kind of stuff. So it's not like before, if it, especially like during the school year. I guess two years ago when you were you had somewhere to go, you can roll out and they be gone and you don't have to sit there and just suffer the whole time. Now we had to, we had to all 27 hours of that. <laughs> it was on. Yo, that's so what's up, what's up with you, Jim? You good? You know, man, but you know, on, um, you know, on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Wi-Fi is at the very top now. It, it, it gotta be. I mean, the world is, world is run <laughs> on the net. Like, yo, that's 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 torture, yo. Difficult to live without. Would I be wrong? Would I be you wrong? You said the world is run by Skynet. Hey, pretty much, pretty much is though. All this is Skynet. Um, but think about it. Like, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm grateful that I don't live in a place where I don't get a a signal. You know what I'm saying? So I was still able to, you know, yeah. as as you would call it, play on the phone. <laughs> for most of the day. Um, the only time oh, yeah. we left the house was to run to a store to get more ice for the coolers that we had laying around trying to save our food. And during those trips, everybody went and we had like four or five cords in the car with everybody charging <laughs> devices <laughs> while, <laughs> while we were going to get stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's real yeah, out here. What going to do with Skynet launches the missiles, man? Run, pray. I don't know. I don't know. What can we do? Skynet run the world. All right, but look, man. Anyway, like we told y'all at the intro, man, this show is pretty much a show about nothing. We about to freestyle it like Black Thought and Common in a cipher. Um, hey, if you're in the chat room, if you're listening, if you want to call in, if you got something that you want to talk about. Hey, throw it in there. We talk about whatever you guys want to talk about this evening. Um, but before we do that, I just want to remind you guys, like we always do, that whether you're with us live or not, that any time on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show, um, the ones that we the, that we outline and prepare for, and the ones that's strictly about nothing. You can check them all out, as well as all of the other partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that at our website, which is warroomsports.com or on, you know, many of the, the podcasts, listening platforms that you probably already use. There's never, ever 
an excuse for you to miss an episode of, of our show. Uh, Tissue you in the tape if you're a hip-hop fan. Uh, the Broad Street Line of Superstars if you're in the strictly Philly sports, you know, into that scene. Uh, after further review with the mayor, we want another national take on things. Um, the mayor gets into it, too. Uh, you know, he talks a lot of baseball and stuff as well, a lot of the stuff that, you know, we, we, we love, we like, but we don't generally talk much about on this program. So you got that. Uh, on the Couch with the Wilsons, if you're in the movies and, and TV, uh, John Appetit, if you call yourself a foodie. So make sure you hit up warroomsports.com. Check out everybody on the network. And before we get started talking about not a damn thing, we're just going to let you know that not a damn thing is brought to you by my bookie. For all you degenerate gamblers out there, get at mybookie.ag. Put in the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate your offer. This offer will get you 50% off your first deposit up to $1,000, and you can be degenerate with your gambling all you want for a discounted price. So make sure you go ahead and do that. When you win, they give you your bread. You know, there's no hassling. So make sure you go to mybookie.ag, play, win, and get paid. That's pretty much all there is to it. Hey, this um, you. this KD saga is, is still going on. And I'd call it KD and Kyrie because, you know, even though Kyrie Irving has not come out and expressed any need, any want for a trade from Brooklyn, Ever since KD did, you know it seems like they're trying to figure out a way to get him out of town as well. So, you know, I, I think mm-hmm. a, a part of this saga is is a part of his as well. But I think a big shoe that may have dropped in this whole thing is the fact that DeAndre Ayton, um, he accepted an offer sheet, four years, $133 million from the Indiana Pacers. Now, the reason why this is related because, you know, for the past three weeks we've been talking about how Phoenix supposedly was the leader in the clubhouse for a a potential KD trade. But we all knew that a KD trade would never go down without DeAndre Ayton being a part of it. And he's a restricted free agent who, by all accounts, was ready to leave Phoenix because they weren't ready to, you know, offer him what he felt that he was worth, and they made him wait when a deal could have been done a long time ago. So I was saying for a while, like, if I'm him, I'm not interested in helping them, um, you know, acquire KD, because I figure when that news dropped, they were probably trying to get him to sign directly with them so they can put him in some type of a sign and trade. So, Jimmy, we, we were talking about this earlier. You are saying now that he signed the offer sheet, isn't there some stipulations, even if, he, if, even if Phoenix matches and they, they keep his services, isn't there some restrictions on that, like as far as still being yeah. able to be used as a pawn in a KD trade? So he wouldn't be able to be traded. Uh, uh, supposedly he wouldn't be able to be traded until January, which would kind of like – so that throws a monkey wrench in that whole plan. And to your point, the whole thing unless they were willing to, to your point, Yeah, and to your point, it's like why should he wait? He's looking out for himself. He's trying to put food on his family, so he like, yo, right. Indiana offered this chicken. I'm going to take it. Either y'all go match or I'm just going to be, you know, I'm, I'm riding the Dame Lillard train, independently wealthy and a loser. So the um, <laughs> thing about it is that that, that changes everything. And it's, it's funny because having a conversation with you this afternoon, it was funny. I never thought about the fact that with all this hoopla and everything around Brooklyn, 
they really haven't done anything. Like they've they been talking the NBA for like a month, not a, and they haven't traded or got rid of nobody. And and I, you know, the funny <laughs> thing is, I didn't even realize that until you said it. I was like, well, damn, they damn sure got the whole squad. They could just run it back and be right in the finals, right. and we'd be like, oh. And that's the thing. My point yeah, that's is crazy. because everybody's now, like, all you hear is, well, you know, Brooklyn better do something because they can't win. I'm like, wait, what do you mean can't win? This is the same team that all of y'all picked without even seeing them play together. This is a team that everybody picked to win the NBA Finals last season. And even when they, you know, because of injury and because of Kyrie's situation, got into the play-in tournament, had to use that to get into the playoffs, people still were – you know, holding strong to that. Like, man, Brooklyn is not the team you want to see, you know, in the first round. Brooklyn is not the team you want to see. They can win it from the eighth seed, blah, blah, blah. As soon as they get destroyed by Boston, now that can't win, won't win, you know, that train has left the station. And you hear a lot of people and a lot of pundits talking that way. But like you just said, Jim, they haven't done anything. So at the moment, they still are an immensely talented team led by Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. Now they are an um, uh, immensely sensitive team, but you can't deny the talent. So they mess around, run it back, and do what everybody said they were going to do last year, and everybody's going to feel a little stupid because we're counting them out already, which I think is a silly thing to do if they don't get anything done. I, I don't be. What do you think? Entire, I, my I know how you feel hope. about these play. I know they're sensitive as hell, but my, my, my entire can play ball. That this works. My hope, my entire hope is that this works because I do realize the talent that Ben Simmons possesses, and he is not worthy to rock the derby. So I, I really, really would prefer to see whatever situation needs to happen for him to not be successful in the National Basketball Association of us. That's just my personal feeling as a Philadelphia 76er fan. Is he fading out, uh, Jim, or is that just me? No, that's just you. No, he sound cool. I can hear him. Can y'all hear right, that me? Must, yeah, that must have been just me then. Yo, so, yes, and that's the thing. As a 76ers fan at heart, like, I would love for them to do what they've been talking about. I would love for them to get rid of KD and Kyrie and leave Ben Simmons' ass there by himself. <laughs> to you know, to to fend for himself, I would love that. But if they don't do anything, like people can talk all they want. Like that's a, we've always said it. That's a perfect situation for a player like Ben Simmons because what he's deficient at, he's not going to be expected to do at all if he ever gets to play with both of those two dudes on the same court. So yeah, I, just, I hope they get something done. And <laughs> but it doesn't look like it's going to be Phoenix. And if DeAndre Ayton isn't a part of the mix, I don't. Phoenix doesn't have enough <laughs> unless they're going to get rid of Devin Booker, who they just paid. Phoenix doesn't have enough now to garner uh, um, a KD trade unless all parties are just going to hold off and wait until you know if they if they match and DeAndre Ayton whenever he's eligible to be traded, but. I don't really see that happening uh, pretty much. Um, Skyview said, uh, Aiton said, y'all not going to play me like a throw-in. Pretty much what he's saying. Um, He said the Suns are disrespectful towards uh, DA. I I agree as well. Like, I I don't agree, you know, when especially when they made their finals run. Anytime dude played half decent, the announcers out there acting like he's the second coming of Tim Duncan, which he is nowhere close to. 
But at the same time, for what he gave that team, especially during that particular run, I thought they were being a little disrespectful to him um, waiting as long as they did. So now they're put into a position where their hand is going to be forced is either sign him or, you know, let him become a pacer. And, and Jim, do you thing remember? Is, though, they, 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 um, thing is, though, they really didn't feel like he was a, a max player. Like, they did, they felt like he wasn't worth right. it. And, um, right. you know, so my thing so is, we'll you feel that way, you know, stick to your gun. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm I mean, bro. and, and he, he, he I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that I disagree with him. The only thing I'm going to say you know, he's is, a, okay, he's, he's, a third, you he's the third or fourth best player on the squad. Yo, how you that? Yo, I, like I told you earlier, <laughs> my dude is making $33 million a year to put up Otis Thorpe numbers, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Otis Thorpe rolling over in his grave, and he ain't even dead. Yeah, yeah, and 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 yo, Jimmy said that, and that made me. It just made me think, like, yo, he he damn sure ain't lying. Like prime Otis Thorpe. If you go look, there's like three seasons yo. with Otis Thorpe. I think it might have been his later seasons with Sacramento into his seasons with um his career with Houston. Houston, seventeen and ten was Otis Thorpe. Yeah, that's numbers. what he did. No, but I'm saying, but he put it. He put up seventeen and ten in Sacramento too before he went to Houston. So that was. Yep. That's his numbers, like, and and Jimmy's right. Yeah. Like, you paying and, a dude and this dude making million close to dollars a year, mil per year for that. Put up like, yo, Stork, yo, I was telling Dan earlier, made nine hundred thousand a year. Yo, I was telling Dan earlier that like, when I see these young players and what they what they do versus what they make, I can see why the old heads be bitter and like nasty. Like, cause if I was an NBA, I'd be bitter and nasty too. Like. Yo, dream the dream in his prime was winning MVPs, Defensive Player of the Year, championships, and he was making like three point four. This boy was making ten. This boy was making ten times that. So it's like yeah. I could see if I was an old head NBA player, I'd be hating on these boys too. I ain't gonna hold you. Yo, in 1990, Otis Thorpe made one point seven. <laughs> boy making thirty two million more than him. We're putting up the same production. Same numbers, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I'll be, 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 be a back of my day. I'll be a back of my day ass Libyan because I, 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 yo, I'll be bitter. <laughs> yo, yeah. I ain't even mad at it. I ain't even mad at it. Shout out to Otis Henry Thorpe. Um, yeah. Yo, his real name I'm is Otis Henry. Here. Otis Henry Thorpe. And yo, he was named after the plantation master. Shit, in one year, 87-88 for Sacramento, he averaged 20 and 10. Then he kind of faded down. <laughs> like Jimmy said, like his prime, if you look at everything, he, he went up to 18.9, 20.8 at you know, Sacramento. He went to Houston, settled in, nice little niche, had like four straight seasons at 17 and 10. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jimmy yeah. is on to something. Like 17 and 10, they might forever – from this point on in the war room, we known as Otis Stormers. Because he was a consistent <laughs> 17 But the 10 thing about Otis Stormers, for four or five part, years of his a solid player. <laughs> he was. Because when, when he came to uh, Rockets, that, that allowed, champion, that allowed, um, uh, uh, yeah, yo, that allowed, that allowed Dream to do his thing because he was a solid player. So yo, now Dream to, like, run and steal the he ball. Really was, he really was solid. He was tough. Actually, he was very, very good. But think about it. When you call a cat Otis Thorpe, you like kind of feel like you're dissing him. 
Yo, but the thing is, it's not even a <laughs> no, really I mean, difficult to say that. Like, he's a solid, but you know why? It's more of his name. Player, but it's no, more because of his name. Money. <laughs> Otis Henry. I, I swear to God, no, if I see somebody money, like you, we'll, we'll play like Otis Thorpe. I'm really only bringing up, like, you try to find the funniest names that you can find from back then. Like, there's Otis, a lot of cats Otis that really had solid careers. Yeah, there's a lot of cats that had game, had solid careers, but they like, yo, it's $30 million a year. They, it wasn't making max money. Like, I could say somebody like Chris Gatling. Chris Gatling put up numbers, right? You know what I mean? Somebody like Fat Lever. Fat Lever was tough to yeah. put up numbers. But these dudes, yeah. they can get me. I'm, I'm, I'm really going to their names. Like, yo, boy got game like Olden Polonese. Olden, Olden put <laughs> yeah, up 12 nah. and 10 a couple times. 11, and, 11 nice. and 12. Like, no, Olden, 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 Olden can't get <laughs> no, Olden was nice, with, with my man. But, but, but with my man, Olden, Olden ain't nice, so. but Olden would make $25 million a season right now. <laughs> Real talk. Same Olden one year there. put up. Yo, he put up one year. Uh. 11, well, he got traded this season. So at the beginning of that season, he was putting up uh, almost 12 and 12 for – well, no, I'm sorry. If you average what he what he did all season with both teams, he averaged 11.6 and 11.9. So on one team, you know, he averaged a little more. Once he got traded, he's averaging like 13 for Detroit. But I'm saying all that to say 12 and 12 – Right now, we'll get you $25 million. Maybe more than that. Yo, what the hell is Rudy like this, Gobert right? average? What Rudy Gobert average? There, there's, I mean, there's you know number, he got his block there's dudes, Nothing and nothing and some blocks. <laughs> Yo, listen. There's dudes that had major gains. Like, like, think about a dude like Fat Lever. One season, Fat Lever averaged 19, 9, and 8 for the season. What would he get paid right. in today's game averaging 19, 9, and 8? You saw what Jalen Brunson got. Yo, he averaged nineteen nine and eight. In another season, he averaged like like Yo, what, Ben Simmons. 20, 20, ben ben Simmons averaged like Ben Simmons averaged like fifteen eight and eight, and he making like thirty something. One year, Fat Lever would be that dude. Twenty nine and twenty twenty nine and seven. What about like, Alex English? Yo, he would. Yo, people feel people Alex English like led the whole eighties in scoring. Did y'all know that? Like he was the leading scorer. Of <laughs> Yo, I had no, I, I had no idea about <laughs> that one. Yo, I I saw it on a, it was a trivia was question a somewhere. He was a Uzi, and I named a couple people, and I thought about him, but I was like, nah, I kept moving. The answer was Alex English. He led the whole eighties in scoring. I ain't gonna hold you though. <laughs> uh, Doc Bay, Doc Bay, back in the day, put me down with Fat Lever. He's like, no, you gotta watch Fat Lever. I'm like, Fat Lever. He like, yo, he the best. But what did you say? Always like dudes all around game. You said he had a season at. You said I was about to say he had a season at like nineteen nine and eight. That's a that's a. Doc Mayon was a. He was a triple double lover before it was pop. Yeah. Even popular to like players like that. Yeah. So for yeah, his career, your man Rudy averages twelve point four, eleven point seven. But then he had you know, two point two blocks per game. With that. He lost me with the all-around dudes when he tried to make an argument that Boris Dio was, like, top 15 or something <laughs> a couple of times. He was a Boris Dio fan, but B. Austin was running around talking about Vashon Leonard was nice. <laughs> y'all, both no. had, y'all, both, y'all both had the off-brand dudes that y'all used to root for. 
Yo, I used to be like, yo, not not that Rashawn Leonard was ever hey, a bum, but who cares about Rashawn Leonard? This boy really be talking about Rashawn Leonard in sports conversations. Hey, Dad, when you when you get a chance, look at look at Fat Lever's run from like '86 to '90. He was cooking. <laughs> yo, he would have got, got 150 million dollars in today's game with that run he would have that four year run. It'd have been like, dang, Damn. my money. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah, why oh, I, that's yeah, why I see yeah, why the old yeah, heads be yeah, mad. I see why the old heads be mad. I be mad as hell. Yeah. So at this, point, at this point, super At this point, we made right. it to a point in time where I should apologize to Mike Thomas. Huh. No, I ain't doing that. But to Mike who? Mike Conley. Oh, Mike Conley. Remember, you got that oh, deal. You know what he already? He been making that for a minute though. He not new to this. Yeah. <laughs> he not new to this at all. Uh, Skyview says, I don't think KD wants to play with Ben personally. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure they weren't. I'm I'm pretty sure he was never rooting for Harden to get traded and and him play with him. Um, It seemed like last season, maybe they were putting on, you know, good faces or whatever. It seemed like they had reserved themselves to it, and he seemed more gung-ho than everybody else. Maybe he was trying to be, you know, a leader. Kyrie wasn't even there for us to get his uh, opinion on the whole thing. <laughs> so, but, you know, could have been sincere. Could have been maybe he was just trying to be a leader. But I think what Skyview is saying holds more merit now after they waited all this time for the cat and he still never suited up last season. So I, I think at that point he really lost trust in even thinking about waiting and playing with dudes. Like he's playing with two dudes he really can't trust. A lot of talent there between the three of them, but he's on something like, yo, I'm going to end up by myself here. So get me up out of here. <laughs> you just don't want to be lonely. So what, what scenarios do y'all think are possible now? Because it really, you know, I really just think DeAndre Ayton just, you know, threw, he just destroyed the Suns' chances. And I'm glad he did it because don't use me <laughs> when y'all ain't even want to pay me at first. So now they're either going to lose him for nothing or they just stuck with him for a lot of money. They stuck AD. I don't know, man. Think, like, um, I, yo, I, it, y'all think the Nets might turn to in this trade scenario? I always thought that they would have to get a multi-team deal, right? So the one that uh, the, the dude from yeah. ESPN put on, Mark, whatever his name is, um, that, that sounds like a good, good deal. deal. The Pacers were involved. Yeah, I was like, damn. And the Pacers oh, would have gotten DeAndre Ayton out of that deal. But remember, but even we this, talked about know. that, Jim, when that when that three three team deal came up, we even said that then, like, damn, DeAndre, you know, the Pacers would get DeAndre, but DeAndre still has to play ball and help these dudes do this. And I guess yeah. he was thinking the way we were thinking the whole time, like, f them, I ain't I ain't Japan. So that was a that was a decent deal. And I think all teams would have been satisfied with the haul that they got. So, look like the Nets, if that was even a possibility, you know, they had to, uh, they got to look, they got to look somewhere else. Hey, Skyview, me too. Ask Jimmy. <laughs> Skyview said Kevin Johnson was my off-brand guy. I was a Kevin Johnson stand. That was Kevin Johnson. Yeah, was, he was who I modeled my game after in high school. Because, okay, we all love Mike. We love certain people. But I had to be realistic. You know, at my size and my abilities, Kevin Johnson was the guy. I was like, okay, I can be that dude. 
I even, you know, even to the point where I did a summer of leg raises on the curb and came out like 11th grade year trying to, trying to bang, like, <laughs> try, try and get a lot of catch, catch like he, yeah, like he caught our king. <laughs> Yo, Kevin Johnson, that, you know that, that probably the politics, start taking that, taking them buns. That probably was the most useless <laughs> summer of my life because it was one of those things where because of my height, it was impressive to where I got up, but I never, ever made a dunk. And I knew I wasn't going to make a dunk. I was just trying to get up there to show people that I can. My whole, my whole thing, my whole MO, Jim and B, used to be like, all right, well, when you get up there, if the ball flies up, that's kind of showing them that you can get up over the rim. If the ball comes back towards you, you know, like the Sprite commercial, you ain't really got no hype, no hops. So when I started doing that, in the playground, they started to hate me because all I did was cherry pick. So they would throw it down, and I would go up, and I would miss the joint. But as long as the ball flew up in the air, that was two points for me. And my team would lose, and they'd be upset with me. Um, so, yeah, that was like a wasted summer. Cause, oh, you know, shout out to Oakland. I got, got, oh, got my gel, my gel caps on. <laughs> Yo, but Kevin Johnson was my guy too, man. K, K, KJ was that ball, man. Um, I don't know what he was yeah. doing later in his life, you know, with the young buns and all oh, that. Oh yeah. I even, I even, I wore his sneakers, and that takes a lot. You got to be a big fan to wear a pair of Converse. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I rocked his sneakers uh, senior year, Jim, like at practice until we, you know, until we got our own our, our team shoes. I used to rock Converse. LBs, Kevin I... Johnson. So, yeah, until we got our Strongs and our LBs. All right, so B, you, you got anything? You who can make the deal for KD? You gonna be a sixer or not? Uh, I personally no, think they're right now. Yeah, I, I think I'm fifty-one forty-nine percent that he stays in Brooklyn. Um, I've heard rumblings uh, that Curry and Clay got together and had a conversation over a cup of tea and some crimpets that Aisha made uh, and they wanted to try and throw their hand in and go beg ownership to see if they could get him back. I've heard that. Yeah, I heard it. Katie, I yeah, heard some he stuff the, about that as he'd, well. He'd be, the, he'd be the witch of all witches. But since they're trying to you know, since they would be trying to trade for him though, could he hide behind that? Like, yo, I didn't make this decision. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. We have to blow him out to say who am I to say no to a Golden State trade. And I would under I really would understand, even though they're the defending champions again, I would understand why I would understand why Curry and, and Clay would do that. Because they're probably from a, thinking from like, a from a Golden State this, this title was kinda, it completely. Yeah, this title was kinda difficult. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we getting we're not getting any younger. We need that help. When Bull was here, we were winning titles. Easy. It was easy. And at this point, it was easy. They Curry need to help. Yo, Draymond ain't Draymond no more. Plus, Curry's proven everything that he's needed to prove. So if Dude came back and just made winning titles easily, that's Kate. That's Curry. Just at this point, like I got more titles than LeBron. Racking them up. Whose error is this? That's him. That's, that's, that's him saying that's I'm really all they LeBron. probably and, and, than LeBron. and Clay has the same amount, and he already thinks he's in that conversation. He thinks he's top 75. So if he go out there and get six or seven chips, you know what I'm saying, we're not going to hit the end of it. Yo, Clay. I saw, I saw some interesting no. 
a little aside about Clay. You, Clay or Ray? <laughs> no, I'm thinking. Yeah, we've we been saying this. No, that's been going, that's been going, that's been going the... viral all week. That's yeah, I'm about that. I've seen that. I've seen that this week too. And then the one I saw I know, in the meantime, I know the right. I know the right realize, They were like, when you realize Ray Allen is better than Clay. I'm like, you had to realize that. <laughs> I know. Ray I know Allen's the correct answer, but just like, uh, just like we uh, dropped the the ball that's the greatest football player of all the, of all time for eating chicken on a helmet, I dropped Ray for just deciding to be a three point specialist. I'm riding with Bull. I don't know this. I mean, yeah, Ray did, like, later in his career, he just fell back, like, yo, I'm going to just go ahead and go on these teams, be third, fourth, fiddle. On some teams, Six, seven, less fiddle. than that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to just shoot when they need me to shoot. People, and I think, you know, a lot of the people who's even comparing these dudes, I don't think they were around for or remember Ray Allen's Sonic early career. Bucks and college career. Always hold to this. I still think, and when I say it, people still argue me down, and they don't even say Mike. When I say this, a lot of people retort with Kobe. When I say I truthfully think Ray Allen was the most skilled shooting guard that I've ever seen. I think Mm -hmm. Kobe and Mike have a work ethic mixed with a special set of skills that made them way better than Ray Allen. But it's just from just from a skill standpoint, people forgot about what Dude could do. Yo. Left Yo. hand, right hand, yeah, they ball on the floor, quickness, hops. Ray Allen used to quick bang on people. Ray Allen used <laughs> to look in the room. Ray used to look Yo, in the room. Kobe, Kobe is on Kobe is on the record as saying that he's not he wasn't one of the more skilled guys. I mean, he might have been saying that you know because Kobe Kobe is a anal he's trying to pick himself up um, though probably with his. Yeah, about his work ethic. So that he could that, that, that could have been part of what he was saying. But he has said that though. But I ain't gonna hold you. I told you the other day in our group chat. I'm like, yo, when I watch the NBA now, these young boys are so skilled. Yo, the most skilled player I might ever seen them baby Pancho. Yo, because these young boys <laughs> coming in the league with these skill sets, and I'm like, yo, why are they that skilled? Why are you six ten and you can run, dribble, dunk, and do everything like that? What is wrong with you? And I was hmm. I was listening to, to some get off your lawn old head talking on a radio station the other day, and he was like, you know, what's with this now? Like, you know, everybody we see now, we're talking about they're the most skilled and this and that. He said that, but then what he started saying proves that he doesn't understand what people are saying. He started talking about you had, um, you know, you talking about Kyrie's the most skilled. What about Tiny Archibald when he? Produced this and scored this and led the league in assists and scoring in the same year. Like, see, that's where you lost. That's what I'm saying. See, now the fact that you followed up that sentence with production shows me that you don't understand what people are saying when they're saying the most skill. Because if you, you know, like I said, I will always, like, the names that I pull out of my quote unquote most skill bag is going to be people, if you don't understand the argument, you're going to be like, what? Like, that. You're going to say Joe Johnson, which is I'm going to say like, Joe Johnson. Johnson is up on the skills list. Ray Allen is up on the skills list. Yo, Tim Thomas is up on the skills though. list. Yo, <laughs> right. And he's still yo. catching very skilled wreck. I saw a video of dude. Yo, the Joe Johnson like, still on, trying man. to play. Joe Johnson, he got it. He, I mean, he got signed. Here, here, last season. Dog, I'm going to tell you all like this, though. 
I watched two games of the young boy, uh, Poncho, whatever his name is, that boy from Duke that I shouldn't be talking to. Poncho. Call that Poncho. Whatever, whatever, yo, whatever boy name is. Call that boy Poncho. Yo, that boy Poncho. Boy who had the fake parasite chain on on a draft night. Like, yo, that boy from Duke. Yo, I might watch the Orlando games this year, yo. Nice. And the thing is, what is, the, thing is Jim, the crazy part about Pachincetto. it, the NBA, the NBA will give him a better showcase of, of his skills than college. College game, yeah. you know, yeah. though yeah. not like it used to be. What's his name, though? Pachincetto or Pachincetto. Yeah, he's, 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 he's black, black but <laughs> he's got a black mom. Y'all got y'all to got call me something else, yo. Hey, I'm about to say, yo, none of this is me. What y'all talking about? It's like, yo, what's his name, Paolo Banchero, but Banchero is how it's spelled. Something like that. Banchero? He's like, Amer- he's like <laughs> Italian, American-Italian. No, he got a black Banchero. 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 White dad. I'm going to call the boy. I'm going to call the boy Poe Banch. Yo, the boy Poe Banch nice, yo. Like, yo, his... <laughs> I'm going to watching some Orlando games this year. He that nice. His pop, his pop with that thing of ours. Yeah, say American Italian. Yeah. Probably from Sicily. Yeah, oh, okay. He's Sicilian. So, but, okay. but nah. He's the black hand. Skyview said, he and said he KD is like Michael hand. Jackson in versus. Either it's Prince, parentheses LeBron, or nobody. Um, Who, who's like this? Who's and, and, uh, he said KD who is like say? Michael Jackson in versus. Either it's Prince, who would be LeBron, or nobody. Uh, nah. Yeah. Yeah. You never <laughs> he tried. value he tried. a superstar. You never I mean, cause, cause even in the, even in the musical realm, I still don't think there's a person on planet Earth who can see Stevie Wonder in a, in a versus. And Stevie Ooh, can yeah, up the ante on you and say, "Let's go, let's go, hundred for hundred." And Stevie will still keep going. <laughs> yeah, Stevie can see anybody with just songs in the key of life. He don't even need nothing else. Like yo, so I was making a random list. Or just, you know, because we still, we listen to, you know, a lot of stations when we're in the car, especially on road trips. So just random stuff. And then the random stuff we listen to at home, we might say, you know, play such and such. And Stevie will come up in that, in those playlists. You know what I'm saying? So every time a Stevie song will come on, no matter where I heard it, I'd write it in a list in my in my phone. And I just got a list of Stevie songs. These are just random songs coming up. That Yo, you might have forgotten about. Do. You're like, damn, that was a hit too. I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm, no, he, he's, in my own listen, head Stephen trying Morris, to see. Stephen Morris like, is in the class all by himself. Stevie. Right. I'm like, can anybody Stephen, see dude in the verse? So I'm every time I hear a song, I write it down. I'm like, Yo, Yo, he's in the class all by himself. I'm thinking about. I totally agree. Listen, because people will go with the Prince versus Michael verses, which which is nice one. It's a nice one. But don't nobody <laughs> even remember. Don't nobody even don't nobody even remember Stevie. And I think you're absolutely right. Can't nobody see Stevie Wonder. Nobody. Stevie been entertaining. There's only he's been around for more decades than his age will actually tell you. <laughs> yo, there's only Stevie one person still does collab with hip hop artists. Yo, there's only one person, one person that might. And the only reason I say I say might is because his pen game is on a lot of stuff, as well as his own hits, and that's another legend, which is Smokey. Smokey got it. His his catalog. Oh, yeah, Smokey's pen game like, is everywhere. 
I mean, he probably wrote the Yo, half of TV stuff might be Smokey's. Like, so that, like, you know what, though? Anybody crazy, from so. that time period, Jim, that they'll put in a versus against Smokey, Smokey will win the versus crowd by playing their song. Like, because that's cocky. <laughs> Smokey, Smokey. Yeah, Smokey, Smokey will go against you in a versus and play your song because he wrote that bitch. Because he wrote and that bitch. Then, 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 right then, then come out and hit you with... Hit you with his gang banging hit from like 2015. <laughs> gang banging. <laughs> yeah. Smoking that smoke. Yo, I got a list here that says random Stevie songs. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't think of songs. I just waited for stuff to come on. So on this list, I have Part Time Lover, Do I Do, All I Do, Knocks oh, Me Off My Feet, do I do. Ass. I don't even know why that song is called Ass. Sir Duke, Tired Ground, <laughs> Isn't She Lovely? Superstition, don't you worry about a thing. Damn. I just called to say I love you, ribbon in the sky. Yeah. That's the last time I wrote one. Like that right there. Yeah. And that prob like if you told Stevie to bring his top twenty, these are probably not the songs that he's gonna bring. But if you bring this, I mean, did you say did you say did you say isn't she lovely? Yeah. Oh, let me go back to that. I think I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, you said that. Okay. Yeah, oh, I'm sitting there thinking about trying to hey, think what you didn't say. Yeah, like, yeah, I put I put isn't she lovely. I put it in How about superstition? Yeah, superstition that's on, is there. on there. So like, but like yeah. I said, Ebony these are just Ebony random that we play. When we play, I ain't yep, every, that ain't on there. Like, yo, my shit, my share, my share, more. Sign still delivered. That girl, come on, man. That come on, man. Like, come on, man. Like, for real. Damn. There's a lot of artists yeah. that I love, yeah. but like, I just don't think there's anybody in history. I think. Stevie Wonder might be the greatest artist in history. No, he is. No, he he goes status. He goes. I mean, because he do a lot of stuff for a dude that can't see. I was watching the the Questlove documentary recently. I, the first time watching it, probably like a month ago. Yo, Stevie was on the John. What was he playing? He was playing. A, he was playing the drums. I'm like, I didn't know he could drum. Like, Ball can do everything. When yeah. I was, I've never crazy. seen Stevie Wonder play the drums before. Yeah, I've seen him play the yeah. harmonica. Of course, we've seen him play the, the piano or the keyboard, like, and a few other Yo, things. I've never crazy. seen Stevie Wonder play the drums before, and it, this was a young Man. Stevie. And he on it, and he on there drumming, probably better than Yo, he drumming. plays a million instruments and can't see a lick. He can't see that his hairline start at the back of his head, and he's still trying to oh. braid it up. <laughs> he's trying to lock it up. Come on, Steve. Come on, man. Come on home. All right, but we. All right, so look, man, let's let's go to the phone lines, man. We got Tobias calling from Arizona, waiting on the phone line. Let's see what he want to rap about. This is time to shine, because usually he come on and talk about stuff that we plan to talk about anyway. Tobias, today we ain't got Jack to talk about, so it's all on you, good brother. Hey, Tobias, roll man. Come on, time. Rolling in the show. Your... So Tobias, roll you tie, gentlemen. Up, so you can uh. We Roll Tide brought to you. This, epi- this segment of the show is brought to you by the Roll Tide Invitational. <laughs> Yo, speaking of that, oh, yeah. Jim, y'all, like y'all should do, y'all should work together on Tobias's TikTok because Tobias will have the dishes, and he can talk his talk to to, to the white girls, and Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy got this new thing where he be doing the the food videos with the slow mo and the like, looking like commercials. Hey, listen, man. I'm like, yo, y'all can y'all yo, can got, collaborate got, on a hell of a TikTok page, man. 
Hey, hey Tobias, I gotta go. I want to retire one day and just be a food talker, man. I just want to make uh, I want to make art art food videos, man. Yo, hey. his videos be art, man. Y'all could just have y'all could have TikTok on lock with just food and hooers. Yeah, yeah, because I'm not one of those guys <laughs> who's trying to sound so trendy. Food and hooers. Food and hooers. Yeah, because, see, yeah, y'all got a point, because I'm one of those guys who's not trying to sound all sultry, and, like, I'm on Quiet Stone, I'm making a fool, like, just cut the damn food, you know, but, uh. No, hey, you biased, just, man. It's, no, it's one, it's one dude on there, man. He'd be, like, he be like finger banging the chicken. The yo. <laughs> yeah. Yo, <laughs> yo, this one boy, one boy be on there finger banging the chicken, though, fam. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That'd be crazy. Man, man, you hey, like brothers from being massage therapists, physical, uh, personal trainers now, cooks, internet cooks trying to get these kicks. But uh, uh yeah. you know, but you know it work. You know it work. You just need to, you just need to work with Jimmy to make your stuff more appealing. The look is there. Man, get it. The taste is the taste is right there. You just need him to slow it down for you. <laughs> yeah, cause, yeah, yeah, cause I know, cause yeah, I know Jimmy's eating good right now. I know Jimmy's like Scrooge McDuck right now, swimming in cash in his housing market. Shout out to Jimmy. Uh, hey, Jimmy, be like, hold on, you want to buy this house? Me, you put five percent down on the bank. Cool, here you go. Seven uh, <laughs> percent interest. Yeah, hey, don't Jim, worry, I do. So now. Now, now the the chat is being flooded with Stevie Wonder songs. Neil said, "Never dream you'd be, never dream you'd leave in summer." Is one of her favorite songs by Stevie. I oh, bet you a lot damn. of the average music fans probably don't even know what that is. Skyview said, "Part time lover," um, and "For Your Love" was on repeat for him. And then Neil yeah. said, "Living for the yeah. city." Once, yeah, I like these are songs I didn't even city. get to on these lists yet. Wow. Like Stevie will beat somebody in a hundred on hundred verses. Somebody will run out at 50 Steve. Yeah. Let's just keep going. Yeah. That's what, that's what, I can't, that's see, what you know, I can't see what time it is, so I got time. Let's keep going. Love's in need of love today. Hey, y'all about to yeah. have me. I'm about to listen to Stevie. I have to, I have to finish this. But, um, yeah, I know, got, oh, oh, one last like, thing before you before you go, uh, Tobias, before you uh, do your say your topics. Uh, Skyview said, Jim, he said the Lakers chose Kobe over Eddie Jones. I'm like, huh? Were they well, wrong? <laughs> they definitely wasn't wrong. Eddie was that turned, dude. Turned out to be the right move. He wasn't, he, Eddie, yeah, Eddie, wasn't, Eddie, Eddie was that dude, but he wasn't that dude. Kobe ended up being that yeah. dude. All right, but what up, yeah. uh, Tobias? What you got? Yeah. Here? Y'all talk about skills and stuff. And it's crazy, like, the NBA, they, they thought these historic mixtapes are like Magic, Bird, Jordan, and stuff. And it's, it's like, with those greats, it's kind of like their overall skill was kind of underrated, in a way. Because uh, I, I, I forgot Jordan was splitting double teams behind the back, <laughs> dribbles and stuff. It's like, handles I mean, underrated, Jordan, even though his hands are like other men. immensely skilled, yeah. He, yeah. he, he definitely yeah, uh, could get where he was going. And like I mean, Ray that, Allen, so and I tell I tell the young cat this: go on YouTube, watch the Big East Championship game with Ray Allen versus Allen Iverson. Quite possibly mm, the greatest, crazy, greatest game one of the greatest games ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I uh, Ray Allen was he had sneaky hops back in the day, man. Like yeah, you'd be running, be running down the court with him side by side, probably not even knowing how far you've gotten down into the line. just rise up and dunk on you while y'all still running. <laughs> yeah, like a real quick, he was in a dunk contest for the year. 
Yeah. 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 Alan, and, uh, but Alan at some point just decided not to be nice. Because he was, he, was, he was real nice. Hey, Ray, that was ahead of his time. If he realized yeah, that no, he played, yeah. he said, all I got to do is stay in the corner and make $20 million? Yeah, he, cool. realized, he, he realized I could make, <laughs> millions of, I could make millions of dollars without like getting bumped and bruised. I could stay in our hand and just make and, millions. And, and, like, and, and still walk after an 18-year, 20-year career? Um, yeah, I'm good. Duncan Robinson proves that point. I had to sit in his Big ass chair like Phil Jackson and Doc Rivers and all these dudes. Yeah, we good. Yeah, but you know what I think though it's like some of these guys coming to the guild. I think college does help out with that. Because I remember Coach Cal Calipari told like Carl Anthony Towns, if you play in the post more than play post skills, you will be number one pick in the draft. Now, now since they got Rudy Gobert, he's like A B. We got that call talking about he free, so he can stay in the corner now shoot threes all day. Uh, but I think sometimes with the way the NBA game is played, it kind of takes away from some of these guys' skill by the how the game is played with a high pick and roll, jack of a three, no mid-range, no impact. Like, some things, like, these guys could do so much. You can see it, but it's like when they get in the game, they don't do it as much if you get what I'm saying. Right, right. I mean, no, I mean, you, you, I mean, we live in the time, like, we talked about when we came on, like, Wi-Fi is probably the most important utility. If we, we can call it a utility these days. It's probably the most important utility you can have. And a part of that yep. is all of these guys like to make videos of themselves working out and training. So you really get to see what kind of skill people have, whether they use mm-hmm. it in the game or not. Shout out to Ben Simmons. Um, <laughs> and we saw a couple of other big men doing stuff that, like, oh, we didn't know he had that because they probably don't allow him to do that in the game yet. But you know, yeah. you get to see everybody's skill set now because they're going to show you whether you want to see it or not. Um, shout out we, to we Boogie. Saw, saw the, yeah, I was about to say we saw DeMarcus Cousins and we saw what, uh, <laughs> what his training looked like. Training ass. Yo, and he has – his trainer is, you know, one of those guys they consider to be one of the best in the NBA. But I think he's doing a bad job with Boogie Cousins because he was really sitting there guarding him and faking, like, those slow-ass, turtle-ass moves were really getting him out of there. I'm like, you're giving him a false sense of what he can still do. And when he get into a game and can't shake somebody off his hip, he's going to wonder, like, you know, he's going to be like, I was killing this in training. And nah, dog. Waddle stop James stop making this hey, dude think James went to work out. Yeah. So, yo, you out there in, in Arizona, man. What's your thoughts yeah. on DeAndre Ayton accepting that – um? That uh, offer sheet from the Pacers. He, he he get a lot of white girls of that money, but uh, you know, but uh, with Aiden, uh, it's one of those things where the Suns should have given him the attention last off season when they should have. But the owner, like like this old lady told Robert Sarver, the Suns owner years ago, he's so cheap that he he squeaks when he walks. But uh, <laughs> you know, but they had the match. I think they said the Suns are going to match it, which they should. Because you have to maximize your winning potential. Now, we know Chris Paul may have one or two years left. But you have to just go for it, be a playoff team, and, and, and build some goodwill. But you can still trade him in July if, the, if like, the Nets stop asking for the 92 Dream Team for for KD. You may still be able to trade him because no one else is going to be able to get him. But Miami doesn't have enough. None of these other teams will, come, will gut their team for him. And so I, a lot of fans are like, just keep them. 
and, you know, because you're still making the playoffs. And, uh, and you remember these past 10 years before they got Chris Paul and company, it was bad. So sometimes it's best just being a good playoff team. But even though it's, it's hilarious that 17 and 10 getting you almost $40 million a year, meaning you're average. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I see why Shaq be hot at Rudy Gobert, man. <laughs> Michael Jordan made three million yeah, for a while before he got thirty for the Bulls. That's why Krause wanted to break it up. He didn't want to pay Michael Jordan thirty million, but he got Duncan Robinson making twenty something, and all he does is stay in the corner. <laughs> you know, right? But, all he does, all he does, is sit on the bench. <laughs> you don't yeah. see him; he's standing in the yeah. corner no more. <laughs> Last time you seen Duncan Robinson play. <laughs> but yeah, with, with him though, you just gotta like, uh, and one guy working was like, man, he don't want to be here no more. Hey, he's a restricted free agent. He gotta play. If you don't want to play, they'll dock him those game checks. So, I, you know, he had to get over it. You still make a thirty-some million dollars, and playing and busting your butt will make you tradable. You know, because they know you're professional. That that will also hurt Ben Simmons' trading value. You have to play. You have to be professional, and you can still be out. Did they trade you this season after January or the next season? Yeah. It's funny y'all fell asleep. Somebody's snoring. See y'all probably. No. How about yeah, he definitely is because I'm muted. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but knocked out. But uh, but but I think KD's staying in Brooklyn. (laughs) You think you think he's staying Uh, in Brooklyn? What about Kyrie though? Because we keep hearing but, reports that says Kyrie is going to be a Laker. You think the Lakers going to make that move, make it happen? But I understand why the Lakers are not trying to gut every first round, remaining first round pick they have, because LeBron James is like the bold weevil. Like you see the cotton field looking all good. LeBron, the bold weevil, the short, and you left with no crops. That's what he does. He's almost 40. You got to have something to rebuild, like to get something. And uh, but yeah, part of it is because future. yeah, and they're not winning the title anyway. Even if they got Kyrie instead of Russ, but the Lakers don't. Uh-uh. The Lakers don't really deal in future. I mean, come on, they got seventeen chips. They they don't deal in future. They deal in right. right now, especially when they have right. a player where they can deal in the right now. Like they only yeah, started to deal in future with Lonzo and all of them dudes, because they, at that point, they didn't have a choice. They were in between superstars. Kobe got mm-hmm. old and retired. So you had to do something until you got the next star that you can trade all these dudes for and make a team around him. So the Lakers ain't yeah. future dealers, man. And, but, <laughs> like, this time out, I think they will be because who's the star that could be available? And also is that they have to cut the way the that NBA is now. What you talking about? Uh, like I said, I mean, like LeBron a number one. I'm talking about number one. Well, if they I'm make the trade for Kyrie, they'll have Kyrie and Anthony Davis. They ain't going to be oh, boy. Working, worrying about no draft picks. Hey, if they have I, Kyrie, hey, Kyrie and Anthony Davis, he's number one and two. That's not a given. But if you have Kyrie and Anthony Davis, you're not you're not worrying about draft picks and rebuilding and all hey. that kind of stuff. Uh, all yeah, I said is if you got those two, if you got those two, you're top two options. You might as well start selling Pepto Bismol in the game too, but uh, you know, but but you but you at the end of man, uh, you get these these like, like all jokes Kyrie coming to work, dude can win a title. Yeah, without but all, all jokes aside, though, you just want to, your team as a fan to be a playoff team, fun to watch. You know, because winning a title, there's a lot of things got to go your way to win a title. 
uh, like you guys might want to title you, fire Doc Rivers. You know, uh, the Bulls, if they spend money, they might want another title. Uh, but if, if you're in the playoffs, it's a lot worse than like the Bulls won. You had the second worst record, but still ended up the seventh pick. So, you know, you better all should be the playoff team, to be honest, because even tanking, you're not like, like the French kid coming out next year. There's no guarantee that you like the worst team will get that pick anyway because you got to hope for a ping pong ball to ball bounce your way. And it seems like it always bounces Cleveland or Orlando's way for some reason. Well, <laughs> you know, but, it bounces, and, it, and a lot of times it bounces the way of a team that has a story that somehow relates to whoever's supposed to be the number one pick. Cleveland, you, you, so, you, Cleveland, Cleveland gets it the year that, you know, the kid from Akron is the pick. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, Doc, here's hey, a funny hey. one. The Bulls had like, the second worst, like a point, point something percent. to get the number one pick. We got Derrick Rose. They somehow got it. The Bulls <laughs> get know? it when the kid from Chicago is the consensus yeah. number one pick. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know the, the, Sixers, the Sixers get it when the – when the head coach used to coach the number one pick's dad in Australia, like like it's like the stories be crazy. I think we, <laughs> yo, who went? Didn't yeah, who didn't DeAndre Ayton go one? Yeah, he did. He went one, and uh, didn't he play here? Luca and Trey Young came out. What school did DeAndre Ayton go to? Arizona, baby. Arizona. He went to Arizona <laughs> High School. Who had the number one college and then played for the Suns. Who had the number one pick? Phoenix Suns had the number one pick. The kid from Arizona is the number one pick. And even if they didn't go with him, if they happened to pick Luca, I think they had somebody on their coaching staff that had ties to Luca somehow. So either yep. way they went, they were giving Phoenix their story because the number one picks were either going to be Aiton or Luca. So like, come yep. on, man! Like it's always. It's, it's it's crazy. I think the only thing oh I'm trying to remember back. I don't think Yao wasn't Yao wasn't any. He was a big Chinese fan no, market. I think I was about uh, to say Yao's people specifically came out and said we need we we need Yao to go to a market that has a big Chinese uh, you know population in their city. So that's why people were thinking that the Wizards might end up. Um, being one of the teams that could possibly get the number one pick because they play in Chinatown, their arenas in Chinatown, so that might have that that might have played into that too because Houston has a big Asian population down there. So it's like there's always yeah. some kind of relative story in in the lottery, which you know I don't be trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but. Oh, yeah. the, the the results are just too yeah, crazy. Yeah, but I, I think I think it's one of those things where you can you can make it's it. It's not a hundred percent because I mean, I think everybody's tired. Like I don't know what uh what's my guy's name? Uh, Tobias. What's the boy's name in Orlando? I keep calling him Pancho. Oh, Paulo Bancaro. He went to he went to Duke. Yeah, he he supposed to go to Gonzaga. He's from Washington. I I I, I prefer that's Paolo It's not a hundred percent. But you know why? I prefer Pancho Villa. You know, Bancaro, as nice as, you know, you think he is, Jimmy, it wasn't – like, he's what, he wasn't one of those hit or miss. Until draft night, we didn't even know he was going number one. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's, it's usually when there's a consensus number one pick. When it's, He wasn't like Zion, like Ja, LeBron coming out, you know, where it was like, we're going to yeah. take no. for this guy. 
But no, no, you, you Zion, Zion, over, Zion doesn't really have a story besides the fact that he probably went to the the the, the market with the best food. Now that was dangerous. Yo, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yo, but from now on, I'm calling you Escobar. His name Pablo Escobar. So Escobar, um, you call him Escobar. Up- Yo, that ain't even like that ain't even the same like nationality. <laughs> Yo, but man, Escobar, dumb yeah. nice. You know we only working part time tonight, man. So you got anything else? Yeah, I got a football thing to ask you guys before I get up out right. of here. Um, Hurry up, because we out of here. What do y'all think gonna happen? How many games y'all think Deshaun Watson get? Because it's like the NFL is slick, right? They they got a female judge with her findings. So Goodell would be like, if you say six games. This woman here says six games. See, we care about women, but we say we're going to go with her decision. Like, y'all peep that trick back there, like, with Mr. Tickles. But I think he should, like. I, I heard they tried to give him give him an indefinite, but, you know, something, you know, there were some rumors about yeah. 12 or something they like that. They tried to go indefinite. But, but the Players Association was, was fighting was like, no. Yeah, the, they don't want to. You know what's crazy? Out, the, the Players Association, they're probably, like, yeah, we're not just going to accept a penalty because he's not being found guilty of anything. We all know at this point the dude is a freak. He's not mm. being charged criminally right now, and he's not being found guilty of anything. So I think they're trying to play the NFL like, yo, he missed the whole last season because of this hanging over his head. So why should he get punished uh, if if nothing ends up happening? There's one other, there's one other oh, no. consideration. There's one other consideration. Though. There have been multiple owners Young that guys. have been caught being freak, being freaks, and they have received no penalty. Somewhere in the rule book, and correct me if I'm wrong, it is written that owners are held to a higher standard, and that higher standard has been they get off. So how can you punish a player craft don't for get things punished. that you – if Kraft don't get nothing, if the uh, yeah, but didn't, they, a couple didn't of Kraft, get, Kraft didn't get fined for that? I mean, you can't. Been the owner. What are you going to tell him? You can't come. You can't come sit in the the owner's box for four weeks. Okay, mm-hmm. watch it on my sixty thousand right. inch screen at the crib. I still I get the money. Yeah. It is Kraft though. Stadium every week. You know what? I, I think with Kraft that he went to a spot where he knew he. Everybody knew he was getting the, the rubby, rubby, the happy, happy, you know, and he got to eat all that stuff. And like, it's like these yeah, women but, were supposed to, and like, um, did he, but did he ever I, deny I, it? Maybe no. he's like, yeah, I did uh, shit. Whatever they but, said I did, I know, did it. But you know what, though? <laughs> but I think what happens is, is like, uh, Deshaun, he didn't have to miss last season. They they were still paying him. Yeah, Houston but, showed up to play him. It, so but, so 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 he didn't miss choice, over suspension. Though. Yes. So he didn't miss right. over suspension. I mean they're not gonna so, call it that, but the reason Houston didn't pay him is because he had this hanging over his head. They probably figure yeah. oh, there has been no oh, proof of wrongdoing, but yeah. on a PR got his full tip, we're not going to put this dude out on the on the field, but we're gonna give him his check. So he's probably yeah, uh, he's gonna play he, he's going to play that, that role, Tobias, like, hey, I'm a baller. I wanted to be out on the field. That's more important to me. Even though cashing them checks and not having to play, I'd have been like, I'm cool. You know, get my John Wall on, my Ben Simmons. But um, yeah. but he can play right, it that right. way. Like, yo, I'm a football player. I wanted to be out there. That was most important to me. So then once he, once he says that, you know, they're going to be forced to look at it as, well, that was punishment. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but I'm out of here, though, man. Y'all got to take it easy, man. All right, man. Uh-oh. Right, sound like... Hey, all right. Peace. So how can we help you? He, he sound like Massa rocked up or, or, or one of them... Or his date came. White <laughs> yeah, came yeah, yeah. Gotcha, I got to go. Like, one of the white bags. <laughs> yeah, like, he don't even get off like that. He was he was out. All right, man. One thing um, that that I guess this one the thing that happened while while y'all were on the grind, man. George Foreman is he hasn't even been accused yet. So George is trying to get out in front of this story. He's saying over the past six months, two women have been trying to extort millions of dollars each from me and my family. They are falsely claiming that I sexually abused them over 45 years ago in the 1970s. I adamantly and categorically deny these allegations. The pride I take in my reputation means as much to me as my sports accomplishments, and I will not be intimidated by baseless threats and lies. Now, he's saying this because there are two women who are allegedly about to come out with these allegations they haven't yet so you know y'all think george is doing the right thing by getting in front of this or y'all think george is paranoid <laughs> and, and he and whatever they said he did he did that in the 1970s in the 70s he must have tried to buy showtime boxing or something Yo, yo, nineteen seventies. I mean, or he was getting. NBA already been negotiated for with Cosby. He was getting. He was getting them quaaludes from Cos. Putting them in the pudding pot. Quaaludes. Man, listen, man. It's funny though because (laughs) George Foreman had a complete makeover. He became like the nice grandfatherly dude. People forget the young, angry George that you know was like throwing buildings. Young, angry. Young, angry uh, Ali thought he was cool, but I didn't know how he even thought that. George never said anything. When George was in his absolute prime, George was like a diesel-ass Kawhi Leonard. A monster. Like, but yeah, he just ain't say nothing. <laughs> he, just people <laughs> he just, you know, yeah, so now he out here selling grills, and I ain't going to front. Even in 2022, I pull out the Foreman grill every once in a while. I got like three of them. Well, that's how that's how nice the foremans were. Um, so that that was one of the best kitchen instruments, in my opinion, that has ever been made in the history ever. of Western civilization. So shout out to to Big George, man. I hope you didn't do whatever they're gonna say you did, because you know I don't really know what they're going to say since you kind of snitching on yourself. Um, <laughs> like for real, for real, their extortion attempt might have failed, and they might have just like, all right, it didn't work. Let's be quiet. But George, you don't put it out there now, so uh, there's, there's a portion of the population just because you brought this up that think you're a freak now, and you know, think you disrespectful to women and you toxic and all those buzzwords that we use these days. So hopefully you didn't do this, man. Shout out to Big George, man. Pause. Uh, y'all got anything before we get up out of here? No, man. I mean, that's pretty much it, man. Listen, everybody, we appreciate you for all your support. One second, Jeff. One second. This date in sports history, this date in sports history, the fellas at the war room worked a half a day. Let's be out. (laughs) All right, here we go. Yo, remember this this brief, baby, brief. (laughs) I got to start start repeating what I say, like, Umar, we about to get out of here, y'all. We are about to get out of here, y'all. I said we are about to get out of here, y'all. <laughs> yo, he's doing the One more time. Yo, yo, Umar, make sure you know, make sure you know everything you say. 
What we about to do? We about to get out of here, y'all. We are about to get out of here, y'all. Listen, um, want to say shout out to everybody who supports us. We appreciate you. Check out all of our content, everything we do at the hub of warroomsports.com. But as we always say, don't expect mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you jumps on top. We shall see you jump on top. We shall see you jump. Every Thursday, 6 to 8, they do this. Shout out to Dez, PJ, Be Austin, Doc Bay on replay. WarRoomSports.com. Get that mobile app. It's knocked out. Call it 323 working double 012. They be going and you sensitive, then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, the tough push. Showtime like magic in the block push. Listen live, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Get hop dollars, pit stop knowledge. Should be in sports credit as I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Corporate secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beef mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. War Room Sports. Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.